He's been helping people like you pursue better investment and financial planning strategies for nearly 20 years right here in San Diego. Welcome author, certified financial planner, and your host of Financial Detox, Jason Labrum. I need dollar, 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 that's what I need. Welcome. You are listening to Financial Detox and the Labrum Wealth Management Financial Detox team right here from the AM760 studios in beautiful San Diego, California. We're excited to be here to bring this show to you, and I am Jason Labram, your host in studio with Alex Klingensmith, your co-host. What's up, Alex? How's it going, Jason? Hey. Good to be back. Yeah, man. it's We're back. We're Jamie. banging it out here. It seems like we're doing two shows in a, in a day. It just seems like we're, <laughs> we're just so busy. Well, what's fun about this show, I think, is that this is kind of just what you are like in an, any other environment, right? If you're sitting down with a client or hanging out with in a business setting, this, this is what I, how you are. So. This is me. Yeah. Is that good shows, or bad? I don't shows. know, but it's me. It's um, the real deal. <laughs> it's Jason Labram. I'm a, I'm a lot to handle, but I, I hope you enjoy the show. And more importantly, I hope you get something out of this and you make changes. Today, we're going to be talking about how the markets work. We're going to talk about some events that we're going to have to help you understand how markets work. And maybe even what are the markets? What is the market? How does it work? How do you get income from your portfolio in retirement, what is a portfolio? All of these things that we oftentimes go into rants and we're having fun and we're talking about topics and we've done this every single day. I've done this every day for 20 years or so, just under 20 years. Some days you ski, right? Some days I get out and ski. But, um, you know, this has been a 20-year endeavor for me in a career that I've been 100% committed to and it's uh, we start using terms that we just throw out all the time that sometimes our listeners don't understand what we're saying, like tolerance band rebalancing, like tolerance band rebalancing, even portfolio. You know, it's like, well, does that mean like an art portfolio? Like you're going to show me a bunch of art. Does it what does it mean? My headshots, stocks and bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. I mean, there's all this stuff. So we want to really kind of take a minute here and, and and break things down so that you walk away from this show or drive away from this show and you're more educated and you have a better foundation to investing in what all this stuff is. So that's kind of the purpose of the show. But before we get too um, well entrenched in what we're talking about today, Mr. Alex, we have a awesome portfolio challenge that's always available. Not always, but we're, it's here. It's live today. And you can take us up on this. What that means is... If you own a portfolio that is invested in stocks, bonds, or some combination of stocks and bonds, and you're not 100% positive it is the perfect portfolio for you, you can send us those holdings or send us your statement. We will run it through our analytical tools, and we will determine with you, knowing your goals and objectives, we will show you how your portfolio compares to what we would do for you or what one of our clients of a similar risk-reward spectrum would have in their portfolio if we can't show you measurable improvement we're going to send you away with a hundred dollar visa cash gift card money you can spend anywhere you want if we can show you improvement then we are going to make you a lot more money than that by reorganizing your portfolio and whatnot so that's the important message with Taking action, if you want to take action and you want to have the financial detox team at Labor and Wealth Management who are fiduciary advisors legally bound to act in your best interest <laughs> under the duty of loyalty and the duty of care, if you want to take some action, 
right now, then all you have to do is send an email to jason at financialdetox.com. And we're going to have one of our team members reach out to you. We respond almost daily to that. And we will get connected, get your portfolio, run an analysis for you. It's totally free. There's no cost to you. And only the worst thing that can happen is you get a $100 gift card. The best thing that can happen is you find out, wow, I'm way more exposed to volatility and risk than I thought I was. Or I have a really un- I'm paying too much. I'm or paying too. It can I'm be a, uh, one of a million different it's an things. Easy way to engage us. I mean, the guys that the team that will respond to your email or on the phone are really nice people, really friendly. Do this. Yep. They do these have these conversations all the time. Um, I love overhearing some of the conversations where they're having. They're, they're talking about something as simple as this is a stock portion of your account. This is the bond portion of your account. Yes. You know, it starts like that. And then it gets more and more technical depending on how deep you want to go. We can get into things like bond duration and asset allocation, all of it. But it's, it's, it's really easy way to, to just start a conversation with us about it. You know, it is. And why, you know, let's, let's just, um, I, I think that what you'll find is we're very approachable is what you're saying. And especially Thomas and Rob. Probably. Yeah. You, you're, <laughs> you're not going to be sold anything. You're no. going to be talked to. You're going to, uh, there's going to be a discovery and exchange of information. We're going to understand you share with, with you, who we are, what we do. Um, you know, labor and wealth management, which is the business part of financial detox was started in 2009 has grown four or five times since then. And is a thriving business that is different than most financial firms because we sit in a small minority of companies that are legally bound to do what's in the best interest of our clients. That's full-time, all-the-time fiduciaries. So that's a distinction you need to understand. And if we're talking about what are the markets, you know, one of the things if, you, if you're seeking advice or you are getting advice from an advisor, you want to know where that advice is coming from. Is it coming from a person who's insurance-only licensed? So therefore... When you have only a hammer, everything looks like a nail and every solution is an insurance product because we see that all the time. That's not a joke. That's not a cliche statement. You got to be very careful when working with an insurance only person because they're going to sell you insurance for everything. Uh, because recent, they're supposed to, by the way. Uh, uh, well, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know that they're supposed to. By their to. employer in terms of like their job. at, yes. their, their, at their Sell employer. insurance. Yeah, and they're like, if they don't, they get fired. So, I mean, I, I kind of don't yeah. blame them in that sense. Although, yeah. although they maybe they just need to be like me. I was insurance when you I were. first started, and then I I'm like, saved you, dude. You well, owe me. I was. Yeah, <laughs> true. It was almost. It was almost too late. But then you're like, you know, there's other stuff you can put your money in. You knew yeah. that, right? And I'm like, right. oh, like what? Yeah. And then we, <laughs> it went on and on. Yeah, it was. Sister. It was. It was good. That's how we met about five years ago or so. Six Is it almost five, six, six years ago. Wow, time flies when you're having fun. We are having fun too. Uh, and this show is fun. So get a, give us a call and get connected and get some help. 877-707-8889. Once again, a little slower. 877-707-8889. So here's some numbers. All right. Numbers. Thanks to MFS, a mutual fund company. We don't do a lot of business with them, but uh, not, you know, they just aren't, they don't make our filters and our radars. But anyway, it's a great research organization and a, and a good company. And they send me this report, which is really cool because it's, it's like a weekly deal that has, um, a bunch of good information. So here's one for you. Since 1950, the S&P 500 index, which is 500 stocks put together to make up a group or a portfolio, 500 stocks, has been up 54% of 17,110 trading days. So if you look at the market daily since 1950, the S&P 500 has been up 54% of the time. 
a little better than Vegas odds on yeah. a day-to-day basis. If you look at it over a monthly analysis, it's been up 60% of the 816 months. So if you go from days, you're at 554%. If you go to months, you're positive 60% of the time. Wow. Now our odds Even are getting better. pretty good. So if you're just invested for a month. Of the 272 quarters since 1950, and, oh, sorry, let me get this right. Or 66% of the quarters since 1950. So quarterly is even better, 66%. Keeps getting better. So if you're invested daily, if you were in and out every day, you had a 54% chance of making money. If you were in and out every single month, you had a 60%. If you went quarterly, you had a 66% chance. And if you went to the 68 years, 74% of the 68 years since 1950 was positive. On an annual basis. So what that tells me, tell me if I'm wrong because I'm not that good at math sometimes, just stay in. Yes. Because <laughs> if you're in and out, what you said actually was confusing because if you're in and out, yeah. you don't want to be in and out. You want to be in so that you participate in all the good and Correct. bad and you want to get fit. So just in- by staying in over a year, over year, over year, you have a 70 every year you have a 70% chance of making money in a given year. So this year, it's early, right? It's early in the year. We have a 70% chance, 74. Did I say 74? Let me double-check my math here. 74% chance of making money on a a year-over-year basis. It's a good way to frame the question that to start this this whole show, really, is what is the market? Why are we investing in the market? The answer is because you'll probably make money. (laughs) There's a high likelihood (laughs) if you're invested. Now, I would like to see these numbers. I don't have them in front of me. I I, I know what they are roughly. I can give you. No, but this is globally. So this is one index. It would be much higher if you had a globally diversified portfolio. It would be significantly higher if you had incorporated some bonds into your portfolio. So before we end this segment, let's talk about stocks versus bonds. Yeah. Stocks are when you own a company. You have ownership of a company. I own Amazon. You own some Amazon. You are a shareholder. You are an owner. You can say to your friends and family, I'm an owner of Amazon. I'll go to the board of directors meeting. I'm an owner. I can sit on the conference calls. I'm an owner. Now, you may be a very small owner, but you are an owner. Pretty small. (laughs) Now, a bond, on the other hand, is when you've lent your money. You're a lender. You've lent your money to a particular company. That one's confusing. Government. Because you own the bond that is the... Is yeah. the instrument of yeah, lending? It shouldn't say bond ownership. It should be loanership because hmm. you're a lender versus an owner. When you uh, – it is tricky because I was going to say when you buy a bond, you've lent your money. Yeah. So it shouldn't say buy a bond. When you lend your money, yeah. that is called a bond. You're buying a contract, I guess. You're buying a contract. Yeah, You're buying a bond, which essentially means you're buying a contract that says I'm going to lend my money to – uh, government, a company. <laughs> you can buy it by Amazon and lend money to Amazon at the same exactly. time. Exactly. And you're going to get paid a specific rate of interest with a promise to get all of your principal, the initial investment, back at maturity. So that's stocks and bonds. So you got to understand that. That's the basics, number one. I have stocks. I have bonds. How you blend those together will determine how much volatility you have in your portfolio. Stay tuned to hear what the average return of stocks are and the average return of bonds are. In the next segment, we'll be right back. Okay, we are back and 
flavor of breaking down the complex to the simple for you so you can understand what the heck investing is, what does it mean, how, why are you doing it, why should you do it. Here's a statistic for you. This is crazy. This is crazy, Alex. It's crazy? 46% of Americans have zero money invested in stocks today, either through ownership of individual stocks, mutual funds, or through holdings inside a pre-tax retirement plan. 46% of Americans have zero stocks. That's actually a really good question to answer that we, we did last segment. But I mean, look, why do this, right? Why would I take my money that I make and save? And it, it's hard to make money and save money, right? It's um, very hard. And so if you're saving money, like you have some options, you can do a lot of things with it. Why would I invest it in something that could clearly go down? I could lose my money. Well, and you know what? You, you couldn't lose your money if you do it right, actually. You could not lose your I, money. Yeah, lose any if of it. If you do it right, yeah. you could, it could temporarily go down, but you couldn't lose it. Lose it means... Don't, don't skip ahead to the, the punchline. Yeah, so here, that's but, good, but, uh, but listen. Like, so why would I do it? Why okay, would I, so let's talk about it, because I heard on the radio... <laughs> this this and i heard it like twice in the last week and really? uh, again i i used the term i i think i got sick um i but it says to me uh or the commercial said to me it's, it was talking to me and the commercial <laughs> said the commercial said don't put your money in the gambling machine of the stock market where you'll be losing 50 percent of your money again like 2008 and 2002 don't do it instead buy guaranteed blah 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 blah. is it a gold commercial? bank on yourself oh. it was a bank on yourself commercial what's that so i don't i don't i don't know i think it's basically buying a uh index universal life policy is what oh yeah become your own bank yeah become yeah. your own bank buy an index universal life policy so what they're doing is trying to sell you an insurance policy that pays them a gigantic commission and they're, but but, but to, to be able to even have an ad, because it's not a security, they can yeah. say the things. But to be able to have an ad that comes out and says, don't lose your money in Wall Street gambling machine. Yeah. That is so misleading and so incorrect because let's, let's talk about what we just talked about. Stocks, Stocks are when you own something. Bonds are when you lend your money to someone. So- if you own stocks, and I'm talking about just the S&P 500, which is not a good diversified portfolio. That is a piece of a portfolio. It's better than one stock. It's better than one stock, and it's better than no stocks, but it is not a perfectly diverse. It's not a great portfolio. If you did that, 74% of sixty of the last 68 years, you made money. 74% of the years, you we were had it positive. four times. Yes. And here's what I have to say. Look, if you went to three-year periods, that number goes to like 89% of three-year periods. So if you stayed invested for three years, the number goes to roughly 89. Don't hold me to these stats because they're not, I don't have them in front of me, but I know roughly what they are. If you were five years, it goes to like 97%. If you were 10 years, it's 99 and change. In other words, if you buy the markets and you hold them, you will grow your wealth. Why? Because companies create profits, they make earnings, and as those companies grow, your money grows. Because you own a piece of it. Because you own a piece of that company, and you also get dividends and interest. So here's what's even more important. A lot of people confuse the stock market with the bond market, and they don't differentiate the two. And it's not right for most investors to be invested in a hundred percent stocks, because a hundred percent stocks is volatile. Actually, I am. I'm a good example of somebody who understands. I think I understand enough. 
yep. to know what risks I'm taking. You do. It's appropriate for my plan because the, that part of my portfolio, my retirement accounts. You have time horizon. I'm like, I believe in it too. I, I actually believe in capitalism. I, 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 I think that I'm, look, I'm not looking forward to the next event, but in some ways I am. And when I say event, I mean the next Downturn, crash, market whatever, crash. All this bad stuff. The market's tumbling. If I have any extra money, I'll probably invest more when I feel like of course it's you will. really scary. When there's right? blood on the streets, you'll invest. In, and that's a lame terminology. But let's say it this way, the way Warren Buffett eloquently said it. When others are greedy, be fearful. When others are fearful, be greedy. Right. So look, here's the deal. Stocks on average, I'm giving some big rough numbers here. If you look at stocks across the globe over the last 30 years or say, they've returned around 11%. Bonds, if you've lent your money versus owning stocks, ownership, bonds, if you've lent your money, on average, your return has been around 4.5%. So we believe that capitalism continues. Now, whether those come down a little because we're at a nice market high now or whether they, and maybe we're not at a market high, maybe the market goes way higher. But roughly speaking, if you lend your money to somebody, you're going to get about a 4.5% return in a, in a conservative, transparent, publicly available bond. If you buy a publicly available stock, which is regulated, it's transparent, it's efficient, you're roughly going to get a 10 to 12% return. But, so, not, but not every year. Not every year at all. Some years you'll be up in, in stocks. Your volatility is, is maybe 40%. That was what 2008 did. So explain, this is going to even be maybe frustrating for you, but can you explain volatility? <laughs> what does that even I, mean? I can't. So volatility is the upward and downward movements in your investment prices. So I buy my stock, so I, I buy my Amazon share at a thousand bucks. And it goes to 1500. That's volatility to the upside. Oh, if 50%. it goes percent. Yeah. If it goes to 500, that's volatility to the downside. So volatility is up and down movements. Yep. And so what's really cool about investing, which a lot of people don't understand, is you can construct a portfolio, a diversified mix of investments that delivers volatility that you are comfortable with. So if you are not comfortable with a lot of volatility, big ups and big downs, then you can construct a portfolio using fixed income. Oh, I shouldn't have said that word. Using bonds, which is the same thing as fixed income. Yeah, why do they have to trick us with these yeah, other they words? Do. They they do. The Stocks, thing. equity, bonds, fixed income. So you can construct a portfolio of mostly bonds, and it will have very little volatility depending on how the bonds you struck. So... We, we talked about the volatility of stocks, Alex, Yeah, and said that in a worst-case year like 2008, a terrible year, we saw stocks in general move about 40% to the downside, Yeah, which is so unfortunate because that's where most people sold. I think most people didn't even last that long, probably. Right, they, they sold they, at 30%. They're or like, stop the bleeding, but, <clears throat> but, but really so, they cut themselves even deeper by selling. But the reason why they made that mistake is because of a show we did a while back. We talked about how you need to understand how much volatility your investments are exposed to. And then you need to check and make sure that that's okay with you and you won't lose Embrace sleep. it. Embrace it. You got to embrace it. You got to know that it's coming. So when we work with clients as the financial detox team at Labor and Wealth Management, we'll derive to a portfolio. We'll get to a portfolio for them. And we will show them this portfolio is going to be subject to blank amount of volatility. You are going to experience this 
much downside. But hold on. Here's I'm gonna this is gonna be a and fun one for you because yeah. I, I get this question still with clients. Yep. And they ask me this. They say, Okay, so I think maybe we're at a high point, maybe we're not, because we've educated them. It doesn't matter yep. long term. But what are you, Mr. Financial Expert Guy, doing to help protect me from that? Yeah. And what are what are the other brokers, advisors at the big wirehouses maybe telling their clients that is something different than what you're saying? I, I think it, it this is gonna get complex and I wanna keep this show really simple. But there's a term called rebalancing, where let's say that I own two things, some stocks, some bonds, and my stocks do really well, and they're they're 50-50 each. And my stocks do really well, and they grow to 60% of my portfolio, and now my bonds are only 40%. Lopsided. Now now I have more risk because stocks are riskier. They grew. How do I keep my risk where it's supposed to be? I would sell some of those stocks and buy some of the bonds, bringing my portfolio back to the 50-50 target allocation. You're selling high, buying low. How beautiful is that? When yeah. you implement a rebalancing strategy that has strategic discipline behind it, you force yourself to sell high and buy low, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing that is unemotionally well-constructed and will help you get phenomenal returns over time. <laughs> Right on. Welcome back to the show. Great music. Thanks, Justin, our board operator and producer. You are the man, my brother. Also, a, a, a personal fitness trainer. The guy can get it done, right? I mean, five to eight a.m. I mean, you were just got telling me that earlier, Justin. You so ex- doing anything between the hours of five and eight a.m. I mean, you've got to be disciplined. Talk about discipline, right Justin there. Hart's a, g- a good dude. He's a well-rounded guy. Thank you, Justin, for all you do. Uh, um, so listen, we have sponsors that help make this show possible, and they're awesome human beings who we would do business with who we do do business with. And so if you like the Financial Detox Show and you want to work with the kind of people that we work with and you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you got to talk to J.R. Phillips. J.R. Phillips is with the J.R. Phillips Group out of Carlsbad. They serve, he serves people all over San Diego County. Phenomenal human being. He's helped me with a uh, home transaction, and he was great. You can reach J.R. at 866-883-6065. That's 866-883-6065. Talk to J.R. Phillips if you're thinking about buying or selling a home. When you buy or sell a home, you almost always need a mortgage. And you got to think about Mark Robertson at Caliber Home Loans in Encinitas. Because Mark Robertson is a great human being who gets it done. He'll help you get the right mortgage. He'll help you refinance. He can help you take a home equity line of credit. He's the guy you got to talk to. And you can call him at 858 401 9353. That's 858 401 9353. Mark Robertson, Caliber, Home Loans of Encinitas. Last but not least, passwords is a big deal. Passwords, keeping your passwords, keeping them secure, keeping all the security questions secure. How do you do that? I know how we do it at Labor and Wealth Management. We do it through a tool, a web based, an application on our phone called Keeper Security. It is a life-changing tool. It will help you never not know how to log in to every place you have to log in. We're talking about finances. We're talking about your money. You probably have accounts where you have to log in. You probably have your Amazon account, your financial account. Your, it goes on and on. We have, I think, 600 um, different um, websites. Co- uh, yeah, different websites in our device. So keepersecurity.com forward slash Jason. 
Go to this site and check it out. You get a 35% discount just because you're a listener of the Financial Detox Show. It's already really reasonable, too. I mean, It's very reasonable, and it'll change your life, I swear, and it'll change your business. If you have a business and you have multiple people at your business that need to log into different sites, go to Keeper Security. 20 bucks. I mean, it's, it's cheap. KeeperSecurity.com forward slash Jason. Get your discount and use it because it's amazing. All right. Hey, you have an event coming up with Mark. Speaking of Mark. Hey, speaking of Mark Robertson at Caliber Home Loans, no kidding. We do have an event on February 20th at 12 p.m. February 20th at 12 p.m. Where's that event, Alex? So there's a Holiday Inn in Bressy Ranch. Oh, yeah, it's, it's right, awesome. It's Brand right new. next to the Hedviasat massive headquarters that keeps expanding. Which is, by the way, right next to our also global to world our, headquarters. Our massive headquarters that's not yes. quite as big as Viasat's. But yeah. <laughs> so Holiday Inn, Bressy Ranch, in Carlsbad. Um, it's a noon, so it's a lunchtime event. It's a think of it as an educational uh, thing where where Jason and Mark are going to go up there, and you guys are going to talk about specifically to business owners. Yes, and if you have an how entity, to keep more of what you make. Yeah, if you've got any kind of entity at all, even if you're not, if you're a sole proprietor, you're going to learn some strategies in terms of how to keep more of what you earn. I mean, right. that's a big deal. I want big deal. Uh, you know, if you're an independent contractor with a real estate company, you got to come to this deal. You have to come. If you're an independent contractor of any sort, sales rep. You need to come to this event. It's going to be doctors, dentists too, because yeah, of, because huge. of the uh, the new. You were just talking earlier. Small about doctors the, group, small dentist group. We can change your life financially. We can show you how to save tons of money on taxes, grow your wealth immensely for retire, and create income that will last all of your retirement. And we're not going to sell you a big bad annuity. So, right, unless it's perfect for you, then we will. But <laughs> you we'll it. determine that once um, we meet you. Anyway, so check bonds, it out. Rebalancing. We're talking worth. about. How markets work and what the markets are. Why do you use them? Right. So we talked about stocks, what they are, ownership of some company. Yeah. We talked about bonds as loanership, where you're lending your money to a company or an institution, a government, a city, a municipality, a state, whatever. So stocks and bonds. Stocks have higher returns, roughly 10 to 12%. They have higher volatility, about 40% a year they could move. Bonds have an average return of roughly 4.5%. But the total volatility in a general bond market is around 10 to 12%. So I should just say 13 so it doesn't match with the stock market returns. But so volatility in bonds, maybe 13%. That was what 2008 if you own general bonds. And also, I mean, and this maybe this is the next, I don't want to steal your thunder, but there's different kinds I, of I stocks no thunder, and dude. different types of bonds. <laughs> I mean, a, uh, a short-term bond and a long-term bond are just very different in how they are in, in what kind of volatility you can, you should expect and in what kind of long-term returns. And then also a low investment grade bond yep. junk bond versus a high yield. I'm sorry, versus a, uh, a high quality yep. bond. Those two things are not the same. Well, you make such an important point, Alex. I'm so glad you said that because we're, we're trying to, we're, we're creating a show here for you to eliminate the jargon and the complexities because a lot of things we talk about get complex fast. Yeah. And I talk fast and we've done this. I, I've been doing this for 19.7 years and have probably worked on average 10 hours a day for the last 19 years. So, you know, we go fast. So what we're trying to do here is bring it down to the, a, a simple, very digestible format for you. And we've talked about stocks and bonds and that's great. Now you understand that, but there is another layer, which is what kind of stocks? 
Yeah. What kind of bonds? Because there are dimensions of return. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there 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 are varying degrees of risk associated with each of those. You know, with each different type of stock it's and more bonds. Levers, so more so you can you have can large cap stocks like big names that you know. You can have small cap hold stocks. On, hold on. Large cap. What is cap? Yeah, large capitalization. How funny is that? That term, we say it all the time. I know. Nobody knows what it means. And so I don't even, and here's where I'm, I would fail the test if you ask me. So what is the difference between large, medium, or mid, large, mid, and small by definition of capitalization weighting? Yeah, so you numbers? get into the billion dollars of capitalization is, or more is large cap. You get into the 300 million to a billion is maybe mid and under 300 million is small, give or take. So there's varying opinions on that, but- that's a when big we company say even when, still mid companies, yeah, are, that's still a big yeah, decent sized company. Yeah, these are publicly traded entities that are regulated, transparent. They have to disclose all of their ownership, who owns them, who's buying, who's selling, filings. And yeah, filings. And so, so what? When you think about stocks, once you get beyond just the general categories of stocks and bonds, you have to start thinking about what type of stocks. You know, do I own? Large cap, which means big companies. The ones we know. Do I own mid cap, which is mid-sized capitalization companies, which are medium-sized businesses, which you probably haven't heard the names of. You might have, but they're they're big businesses, but they're medium cap from medium size from a publicly traded standpoint. And then small capitalization companies, which are smaller companies, smaller size compared to all publicly traded companies. So you know, what, what's really important about what we're talking about here is you get to control how much volatility movements up or movements down that are inside of your portfolio. So when you invest, the point of investing is to grow your money. When you hear the next commercial that investing in the stock market is a loser's game, you're going to lose all your money, buy insurance from us. And they don't say buy insurance. Or gold wanna, or Bitcoin. Buy gold, buy Bitcoin. It's a joke because if you actually invest in the market appropriately and you harness the power of the market, I dare say there isn't risk of losing all your money because you are so diversified if you do it properly, meaning you own tons of stocks, tons of bonds. You're so diversified that before you would lose your money, Every publicly traded stock and bond on the earth has to cease to exist. So people don't lose in the markets because they're corrupt and the volatility that's associated with them. People lose when it comes to investing in the markets because they do it incorrectly. Yeah. Because they make behavioral blunders, because they make mistakes by selling at the bottom, buying at the top not having enough diversification, owning one stock instead of owning a diversified group of stocks or a low-cost mutual fund. That's why people lose in the market. Yeah, let's, let's, they don't lose because the markets are bad. So hang with us. we got more information coming back. We're going to help you understand this. Markets, how to invest, how to get income from your portfolio. And if you want to have a second opinion and let us look at what you're doing, then send an email to jason at financialdetox.com. We'll sit down with you one-on-one as a fiduciary legally bound to act in your best interest. There's nothing better. Send an email to jason at financialdetox.com. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. A little guitar solo there. Welcome back. Who, this is huh? Jason Labram of Financial Detox. 
coming to you live out of the AM 760 KFMB studios in beautiful San Diego and the financial detox team at Labor and Wealth Management with Senior Wealth Advisor at Labor and Wealth Management, Alex Klingensmith, co-host of Financial Detox. Dude, you've really helped make this show great. Thanks, Alex, for all you do. <laughs> Thanks, man. Seriously, man. I, mean, I think you just missed me because I wasn't around for a I always miss you when you go to Chile <laughs> and you party and you leave me here to work. It's not good, but, uh, you know, that's what happens, so. Well, um, you're a snow guy. That's that was your that's your. Release, I, I right? mean, you know, give me a give me a lake and some water, or give me a good waves. I'm in too, man. I love it. <laughs> I just love activity. I love outside, and I love getting it on. You got to live life. It's a good you place work to hard, be. play hard, work hard, play harder. Whatever the motto is, you got to do it. And you know what helps you do that is having financial freedom. Yes, and financial peace of mind because we know so many people who get just totally stressed out about the market. Or you hear the ridiculous commercials that I saw bankonyourself.com telling telling people that you don't lose your money in the market. Instead, bank on yourself and buy an insurance product from us. It's 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 classic because we're what we're doing here on this show is we're trying to help people understand the markets. And markets don't go down and stay down. Markets don't just fall apart. You don't lose money if you're diversified across the market. So what are the markets? Yeah. What are the markets? Everybody says the market, the market. How's the market? The market was up. The market's this. I'm invested in the market. What do they mean? And what do they say? What do you mean? And what do you say? Because oftentimes people are referring to either the S&P 500, which is a broad index of 500 U.S. stocks, all large cap, mostly growth oriented. Or they're referring to the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which is 30 U.S. stocks, all very large and value-oriented. And then they may be referring to the NASDAQ, which is, again, U.S. stocks, 100 of them, very technologically oriented. So when people say the markets, they're most often referring to one of those three indexes, those baskets of securities. However, those only represent a very small percentage of what is actually the markets. Only 630 companies. 630 companies of roughly 18,000. You know what I got the other day, though, that was interesting? It was from a very intelligent, very a client we've worked with for many years. And, and this was kind of kind of uh, baffled me for a moment. He said, because it was right after the Dow. It was a while back. I don't know. It, something happened with the Dow Jones where yep. it was. And the NASDAQ actually didn't move really. And the S&P was kind of neutral. But the Dow dropped a bunch in like a two or three day period. But he said, you know what he said? He said, well, aren't they all just linked? All, they all move together. Every, and I said, well, and then we were talking about global markets. Like yeah. what about international and emerging and fixed income? He said, well, they all work. They all move together. Like all of them, right? And I had to stop and think, wow, we need to go further with this education process because yep. even if you think that even those three indexes move together, which they kind of sometimes do, not always, yep. there's, they don't all move together. The well, quilt chart, right? I love the, the the quilt chart is great. I actually have that up right here. Look at this, avoid market timing. It shows a quilt chart. But more better, better than that <laughs> is people you know, talk about the markets and they think S&P 500 or Dow or NASDAQ. But if you owned the S&P 500 from March of 2000 through the end of two, or through March of 2009, your total return was a negative 9%. That's the lost decade. The lost decade. Right when I started building my own clientele, March of 2000, <laughs> and I spent the next 10 years in the lost decade. Amen. Uh, great learning experience. <laughs> but 
Sorry, I'm not laughing. It, no, it helped make, it, it helped make <laughs> me what I am, and it helped me develop the thought processes, and, and, and it's made everything good that I have came from probably a trial or a tribulation, a tough time. That was one. But if you, during the same time frame, held a diversified portfolio that included not only the U.S. stocks that we've been talking about, but international stocks and emerging markets, so big developed countries besides the U.S. and smaller underdeveloped companies outside countries outside of the U.S. And if you held not only big companies, but medium-sized companies and small companies, so a really radically diversified portfolio during that same time frame from March of 2000 to March of 2009, your portfolio was up 60% versus Whoa. down nine. That's the quilt chart in action, by the way. So in what, action. What is the quilt chart? Maybe we should explain that. Yeah, let's like... not. It's too much. Oh, oh. Okay. It, it, it just shows the... Email, ra- email sh- us and we'll send it to you. We'll send you the quilt chart. There it's really cool. It's it's cool, but it's it, it shows you all the asset classes or markets um, and... And it shows you how they've returned, and it's a big quilt, right? So you can't. There's no. There's. They no, don't all move together. Is the point? So my that very yes. intelligent scientist gentleman that I was talking with, and he was on. He was being honest. I love that he was just saying, you know, well, don't they all move the together? Dow, so if the if I track the Dow, it's kind of a good gauge for everything else. I'm like, well, no, that's not true. Well, the other problem with those quote unquote indexes, and the reason why we don't just buy an index right. as a portfolio is because they are what we call capitalization weighted. What that means in English is that <laughs> the biggest stock gets the highest percentage of the portfolio. So if I buy the S&P 500 with a dollar, I need to take a dollar and diversify it across those 500 stocks. Each stock gets a piece. Well, which stock gets the most? Amazon. The, the largest stock, yes, gets the largest percentage of my dollar. Yeah. The second largest stock gets the second largest percentage. So your portfolio ends up heavily weighted towards the big stocks in those indexes. Also, also, who says who's on the list and who's not? Commercially generated index. Like yes. why, why this company versus right. that one? So I don't, we don't love that. And that's why we use a company. A lot of our investments are, are, are the core of our investment philosophy is a company called Dimensional Funds. You should look it up online. They have a great public website. And you can also find great financial advisory firms on their website when you search. Like us. We're on there, but there's other great firms on there as well. Yeah. And you can find somebody who uses this. And Dimensional is just a different way of thinking. They, they really only work with certain advisors who display capital market knowledges, knowledge, who are committed to a discipline and a philosophy and can express that. So you get a kind of an elite group of advisors who understand the markets. And dimensional funds, instead of being an index that's weighted by the biggest stock, it's the biggest percentage, they go out and weight stocks by fundamentals that matter, what are they call the dimensions of returns. It's a different way to invest. It is academically and historically evidenced. And it is, in my opinion, phenomenally superior to any other method, well, the, and the of results are there. They're measurable results. They, where they, they, so the, I think arguably one of the biggest and strongest competitors in terms of like if you had if you get all the, everything we've said so far and you understand it and you're doing it, most people look to Vanguard, and oh, and then the, the yeah. thing about Vanguard is yeah it's cheap it's really cheap it, that's good because they're not cheap. much cheaper than DFA it's not and over time. It doesn't results. work. It doesn't work as well as it doesn't work as well. And, what we're and doing. by the way, if you go to open an account on Vanguard, uh, you're going to spend roughly two weeks 
to get your account opened through a paper process. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's like unbelievable. So because well, they're um, because they can't they don't have any money to put to, to make it paperless. I don't know. It's it's not good. But so okay. So we're talking about what the markets are. Why do it? So why do this? Because we said equities. I, I use that term again. I I, it's synonymous. So stocks <laughs> give you a return over time if you stay diversified. If you stay invested, you can reach ten to twelve percent average type returns. That's the historic numbers. Bonds are around 4.5%. So if you build a diversified portfolio, what happens over time if you're saving and investing and that portfolio is growing over time? You then can turn on income from that portfolio. In other words, you can now start taking 4 or 5 I can 5%. have my money back? You get your money back. Whoa. You start taking that, and that is your new job. Your portfolio now pays you. It pays you income over the rest of your life. And with the right financial planner and investment advisor, you can run the analysis and you can look at that and see how much money can I get out of my portfolio. You will be totally amazed. So it's worth saving. It's worth investing so you can stop working one day, pay yourself, and not have to And go still to have a great lifestyle. And that's what we're doing for you at the Labrum Wealth, at Labrum Wealth Management, the financial detox team at Labrum Wealth Management. So we invite you to get a second opinion and to sit down with us and let us show you what we do. You can do that by simply giving us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. Or you can send an email right to the inbox just say second opinion. I want to talk to you. And that email is jason at financialdetox.com. Jason at financialdetox.com. Don't forget to check out our events. Come see me, Alex, and our team, the Financial Detox team, live at any one of our events. You can get those by going to labrumwealthmanagement.com under the events section. Thanks for listening. As always, we love you, our listeners. We want to help you make better decisions, get financially detoxified, and free yourself into financial peace of mind. Let's go get it, San Diego. This is Jason. We'll catch you next week.